Hi, I'm Garrett Hill, and you're listening to Life Students Podcast. Here we develop young leaders and guide them to their purpose. Life Students Podcast was formed out of a need for connection in a world saturated with negative content. It is our goal to create a safe place for young people to both have fun and hear the voice of God. Whether you are a member of Life Students or you just found this podcast, we hope that this encourages and empowers you to move forward with your walk with God. Hi guys and welcome to episode 11. Um, sorry that we haven't post we haven't posted in a week. Uh, we're actually moving to bi-weekly instead of every week. Um, so just be looking out every Monday morning at five o'clock every other week. Uh, we will be posting a new episode. Uh, so today I have with me uh, Kyler. He was in the comeback series um, at church. It was on live stream and everything. And I just want to get his thought process as a as a young, like geared towards young people for life students, just to kind of see, um, you know, where it began, how things could have been different, you know, what he could have done to prevent um, prevent lost time, to prevent the uh, him leaving and then having to come back, you know, so. How you doing today, Kyler? Oh, I'm great. Doing uh, doing really good. Glad to be here. Yeah, yeah. You've been working pretty hard. Uh, I've been working. <laughs> <laughs> been working. Yeah. Well, no, it's been it's been pretty good. It's been hot. Other than that, it's uh, yeah, it's not been too bad. I'm ready for the winter time, man. Me too. But um, so so Kyler, how how long were you were you out of church? So was. Physically out of church, as far as like not going to church, for about eight years. Uh, I mean, so, o- other than like, you know, Mother's Day, I would go with my grandmother, and then Easter we would go. Right. But uh, as far as you know, regular attendance, it, it was close to eight eight years. Well, what about because you said physically? So what about spiritually? Right. Uh, that that was several years before that actually, and. Uh, Looking back, trying to pinpoint an exact, you know, if there was an event or a certain time, nothing really happened that just caused us or caused me to, uh, you know, to walk away like I did. It was more of a gradual decrease, uh, spiritual right. decrease. You know, you, you, you're you not praying as often as you were. You're not reading the Word. You're looking for little excuses, small reasons to miss a service here and there. And, and none of it's intentional. Uh you don't ever expect to just okay. I'm this is this is backsliding. I'm, I'm going to start backsliding today. Right. You know, before you realize it, spiritually you're dead. You're just going through the motions, actually going to a service and not getting anything out of it with no response, and you know, eventually culminates in to your attendance. You know, it does stop. But, right. Uh, yeah, it was very gradual, and like I said, it was several years before I actually quit going so so what so whenever you say it was gradual you mean like so it didn't happen like it wasn't like a you went to church one service and then the next service you're like no I'm not gonna go yeah no not at all it, uh, it was like a it was a just multi-year a multi-year grains of salt right yeah so added to the 
when I was 12 or 13, I was actually part of a uh, another church than the church I backslid from, and the youth group was was awesome. Uh, we we probably had well over a hundred students in our youth group and very active. And, you know, we had Friday night youth service. We would stay out at the youth center for. I mean, till two, three o'clock in the morning sometimes, mm-hmm. just just being very active and involved. Yeah. And uh, when my parents got divorced, I was forced to. I wasn't really forced, but I made the decision to start going to a, to another church. And the youth group was smaller and, and not as active. And I looked for activities elsewhere. And that's when I started to you know, hang out with people and do things that weren't in the church or they, uh, honestly, for me, it started really with sports. Uh, I was actually pretty good at, at basketball. and uh, I am terrible <laughs> yeah. at any sport. <laughs> well, and I, I wanted to play sports in school, so, uh, and my parents being out of church, it was, it was you know, no real yeah. resistance there. So that's, that's something I did do. And so this this church that this church that you went to was it it wasn't it wasn't abundant life was no no it was not abundant life okay yes. uh, and they they didn't they didn't have a problem with with people playing sports in moderation you oh, know okay. anything and that's everything yeah. not just sports you know yeah and that's well you got to have a healthy diet yes and you know for me it became with practices and uh, events I was spending more time with people that weren't in church than I was people that that yeah. were in church and those those services became at the time I didn't realize it but the few services I w- was at if I was there spiritually and tried to be involved I didn't realize how important those few services I was getting to were and I wasn't building on those services so you know we'd have I would have a breakthrough service on a Sunday night and then Monday morning I would go back to I'm you know 13 14 years old at this time yeah. And I would go back to school the next day. I would wake up that morning without prayer. I would go throughout my week to Wednesday night, another service, if I made it to Wednesday night, if I didn't have a, a sports practice or whatever. Right. And would continue that over and over and over. And I, as something I talked about the other night as far as a rut, uh, I very much found myself in a rut. Yeah. I was going, I was living from Sunday to Sunday, you know, without a real relationship. Uh, I was living to go to church as far as my spiritual life goes. You know, I wasn't truly seeking a relationship with God. Right. And, uh, you but know, when you were at church, you were yeah. full blast oh, about yeah, yeah, God. Absolutely. But then yeah. as soon as you dip out of church, it's right. Yeah, back I actually to the, played back to uh, those things. I played guitar for our church. Uh, I was, so I was actually on the platform when, when all this was going on. And yeah. uh, so that, that just to sh- goes to show you, too, that. You may think you're all alone and going through stuff and, you know, not everyone else is, is going through what I'm going through and I feel like you're in a rut like everyone else, but you don't know everyone. You have to fight your flesh every single day. Right. And, and that's yeah. something I, I talked about, you know, a couple of weeks ago is the flesh, that's that's who we are. It's it's in us to resist right. things. And when our when we feed our flesh more than we feed our spiritual man, it becomes bigger, becomes stronger. Our spiritual man has no chance to catch up. Right. And, you know, that was something that I, I allowed to happen in my life. And I may have seemed like I was doing well, and I may have seemed like, 
you know, well, I'm, he's going to church, he's doing good. But between me and God, I knew I had no relationship. Well, and a lot of people, whenever they're in something like that, they learn, uh, they learn how to put on a mask. Oh, absolutely. And they learn how to, like, they they know how to they know how to play the motions. Sure. They know how to sure. jump. They know how to clap. They know how to act just right, just enough to where they're not on anybody's radar. Right. You know. Yeah. It's 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 much easier to to uh, to stay under the radar, like you yeah. said, than it is to deal with the actual problem mm-hmm. and. Uh, I'm not gonna say I was scared to go to people. It was more of a, I, I didn't really want to. Uh, I'm sure if I would have reached out to someone, you know, they would they would have been there for me. But, right. But for me, it was just a, a gradual, less and less and less. Every week was less than the one before, and uh, eventually, you know, I got to a place where I I didn't want to come back. Did Did anybody notice notice your gradual? Yeah, decline? I mean. And I had, try to try to help you and try to stop you. I was lucky enough. I had family that was in the church. Uh, you know, it's hard to fool your family. Your family normally can tell when you're spiritually right because you know they're with you every day. Right. You know, they see how you react to certain situations, how you react to them, how you resist them, or right. or yeah. or what you know who you're around, what you're doing. So, yeah, my family did uh, to an extent. I think my family should have maybe encouraged me to reach out to someone inside the church my youth pastor my pastor uh more than they did but you know looking back i never really i didn't really reach out to anyone uh for help yeah yeah because i mean that's 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 a that's one of the like biggest problems because a lot of people when when you because everybody wants to be so independent and you know i'm strong i've got the strength to do this but God did not make any person in this world strong enough to handle every situation no. on their own. No. That's why we have fellowship. That's why we have gatherings. That's why the Bible says where two or three are gathered together in his name. We have to be together. We have to strive in unity. We can't you can't face the situations that you're facing on your own. You need the you need your you need the backup of your youth group, of your church family, the marriage group, Absolutely. the pastoral family, the the leadership of the church they are there for you you know you're not you're not there for, you're not there for them they're there for for you you're not a burden to the body no you know, you're part of the body no my, my, i know sometimes my you know my legs might get tired but my legs aren't a burden to my arms no you know, we i continue to move forward i continue i continue to move on and grow and uh, you, you are just as important. I don't care how old you are. What are the age groups for? Uh, for for life students, youth, it is twelve to graduate. So usually, typically okay, so around eighteen. I don't care and if then, you're twelve years old or eighteen or twenty or thirty. You know, I, I'm twenty eight now, but you have an important part of this body. Definitely, uh, we want, we need you. Not not that we want, we need you in this body. We we gain strength from you that you don't you may not notice you may not realize, and that's on us you know and we should tell you more we should acknowledge that more how much you're needed. Um, I've been to churches that don't have a youth group or have a very small youth group, right. and it is a challenge every service. The youth does something to a service that other age groups in the church cannot do, you know. And I, it's awesome with well, our youth group before services you know they. They're around the front. They're praying yeah. before the service ever, before the praise singers ever walk on the platform. They're entertaining that spirit of worship. You know, 
getting the service that's started. it that, that is the that's so important you know? and we need that you know yeah. we we have to have you doing that and uh, man. i encourage y'all keep that up that's awesome you know i gain strength from y'all doing that you i may not you may not notice me gaining strength from it i may not tell you when i see you up there it encourages me to do more in a service it encourages right. me to go farther than than maybe i would have if you if i wasn't watching you do it you know yeah so so keep it up and, and uh be strong because because we need you yeah and it it's crazy but whenever you whenever i i used to look up to a to a guy that was five years younger than me you know some of these like 30 year olds 40 year olds even 50 year olds wish they had what some of these young people some of you guys have now then they wish they had that you know they wish they had the the depth that you guys can go to and that then and even now sometimes they can't even get to that point where you get to so they're looking up to you and they're counting on you to reach to god to reach for god and to be a key in the services you know because each service has a key you know you you might be the key um you may not be the key but you have to strive to be that key in the service so that somebody else can get a blessing absolutely yeah. you know because you you've heard it over and over and over in the past revivals your worship is not only for you it's for your brother it's for your sister it's for your elders it's for your leadership when you worship you unlock someone else's blessing when you worship god comes down and says you know what because of them i'm going to bless the uh, this other person because of the because of their steadfast worship and their steadfast love towards me he's going to come down and bless people and that's something i never realized when i was in the youth group i didn't realize you know i waited on someone else to get a service going i right. waited for someone else to 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 bring the presence of god in into the church you know when I and I see that now I'm 28 years old and I'm, I'm really just now starting to see the importance of the young people doing that and yeah I'm not saying that you're protected in any any way as far as uh, what you've been through in, in your life because yeah. you know I know everyone comes from different situations and for me I've seen things I've done things that affect me differently in services and it really does I've I've not that I've done more life than you or, or this or that, but you are more pure and you have a way to tap into things that I have a harder time tapping into because of your innocence, because of your, not that you haven't made mistakes because we've all you know come short, but you have power in your youth and you have strength in your youth. And it, it really encourages people, you know, it encourages me, I know for a fact, when, when I see y'all being strong and it's, extremely important yeah and and don't think that you have to go through something or that you have to go through the world to have a testimony no you know i, I mean I, I think a powerful testimony can be somebody coming from the world and coming from like a a really bad situation and then Absolutely. god turning it around but also another powerful testimony is saying i didn't Absolutely. or i i stayed you know that that's powerful you know because that just shows your strength you know they've got they've got their own type of strength but you've got your own type of strength if you can say that you can, that 
through all the trials, through all the tribulations, I stayed. I stuck with it because I had a made-up mind. Because that's what it really boils down to, is if you have a made-up mind. You can have a servant's heart. You can have the best relationship with the leadership, with the leaders, uh, like the, the youth leaders, the hyphen leaders, the pastoral team. You can be best friends with everybody in the church. Um, but if you do not have a made-up mind, and if you do not have your own relationship with God, and if you do not take the time to build and continue to build a relationship with God, you will fail. We're all going to fail anyways, but you're going to leave. You're not going to stick with this. You have to have a made-up mind. You know, a lot of times we hear relationship, 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 and no one ever really explains, you know, how how to obtain a relationship other than prayer. You know, I remember hearing that when I was young. You, know, you got to pray. Yeah. You got and it, yes, absolutely. That, that's how you build a relationship. Right. But also through the Word. Yep. Dig into those Bibles. Find if you don't have a Bible, find a Bible. Uh, dig into God's Word, and it. The Book of John says, "In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God." Right. The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus is the Word of God. And if you turn to uh, Revelation in 1913, I think it says that it's given a picture of Jesus descending to earth and uh, the armies of heaven behind him. And it says he is known as the Word of God. So that shows you not only is that a revelation of the oneness of God, but it shows you that if you want to know God, if you want to know Jesus Christ and have a relationship, that's, that's what relationship means. I know Garrett, Garrett knows me, we have a relationship. To know God is to know his word. His word is true, is righteous and holy. If you want to really know who he is and have a relationship with him, dig into the book. If, if you have a hard time reading, find a, translate, or a translation you can understand and, and really dig into it. Uh, no matter what you're going through, no matter what situation you're dealing with, no matter what's happening at school, what happened at home, what's happening at church, there is something in the Word of God to help you get through these things. And uh, what, he was, what he was talking about, in 1 John 5 and 7, it mentions the three, the three that bear record in heaven, which is the Father, Father the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Uh, in the ESV version, it mentions the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. So just tagging, tagging along with, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. You're reading His actual Word. His whenever, divine expression, His thought. And That's so whenever you're, whenever you're praying, you're talking to God, and when you're reading, He's talking to you. Right, yeah, absolutely. That's the communication. You know, of, you can't have a relationship if it's one-sided. Yep. You, you've got to hear, you've got to have interaction with Him. You can't just... Be yelling at him all your problems and not reading his solution you know because whenever you pray and then you read you're going to get your answer absolutely every time yep without fail you can read the same scripture 10 times it could be in the beginning god and you could read that 10 times and i'm telling you you're going to get something different out of it 10 times yep. every time you know there's there's a purpose for the uh the book of chronicles when it's talking about like this one begat this one begat this one. There's a reason that it's there. If it if there was no reason, it would not be there. I promise you. 
I mean, there's it's probably a really in-depth uh, Bible study, which takes a lot of time and yeah. tracking down lineages and everything. But I guarantee you that it is worth it to read and study the Bible. So, um, so Kyler, we 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 got really sidetracked. Yeah, we did. <laughs> but so anyway, man, uh, to try to get back on track. So, what was the like the final straw? The I'm not coming back. Uh, what what was that moment for you? Can you kind of try to describe it a little bit? It just it got so easy to to miss services. Uh, it got so easy to you know put my my youth group off uh, that I guess I, I became more comfortable. Right. doing things with other people that were outside of the church than I did with people that were inside the church because that's what my nature had become. I'd yeah. given into my flesh enough where that's what I needed. You know, that's yeah. what my my body needed was was what my flesh allowed. Right. And uh you know, I don't, and I'm never and I've said this before, there was not a single event for me. Right. And I know that's not the case for everyone. I know people go through different things, they get hurt. Well, a lot of time it's the 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 finesse right. that pulls you out. It's not the it's not the big tragedy because no. we see that coming a mile away and we know what to do with it. Yep. But it's the finesse, the little things over and over and over. It's a distance. You 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 get farther and farther and farther away, and then when something small or or something big you know when something happens and you have to rely on your relationship and that relationship isn't there you're you're not gonna you're not gonna make it you know you're, you're gonna fall away yeah and that one thing I, I used the other day was you know the church is constantly in a progression the church has goals it has has things that it has to accomplish and a healthy church should always be moving forward if you are not moving forward with that body and, and you catch yourself in a rut, like I, I talked about, and you, you're not with that connection with the body, when yeah. you need the body, you're so far away from it spiritually, you can't be, you, you feel like you can't be brought out, you know? Yeah. And the, the strength is in the, in the church. That's where we get our strength, you know? Uh, you know, for different, you get strength from, from many things, but the word, prayer, but relationship, but the the body of Christ will pull you out of places that yeah. you can't get out of your own, and when when that separation is there and you need it, and it's it's you you feel like you're too far from it, it it's really hard to recover from. So, if you could, right now, go back in time or write a letter back to yourself at fifteen what uh 16 18 18 years old if you could write a letter or go back in time and tell yourself something or try to convince yourself of something what would you say what would you do i would just tell myself to keep going you know keep pushing a little bit even if even if it's not very much don't get stagnant don't don't get it caught in a rut if if all you're doing is little victories you know little little winning little battles every day don't quit coming to church. Keep keep coming because that that's where you're going to draw your strength, you know. And you may not be getting very far, and, and you may not feel like your prayers are getting very far, but keep praying your prayers. Yeah. Keep reading the word. 
Put it in your heart. That. So I, I'll, I'll get off topic just a little bit here, and I'll explain part of my comeback. Was so when I was a kid, I received the Holy Ghost when I was around five years old, I think, five or six. I was very, very young. Bishop baptized me not long after that, and I had very real experiences. I talked about these the other night. Very real experiences with the Holy Ghost when I was young. Uh, things that I may not have completely understood at the time, but they happened to me, and I couldn't deny that they had happened. So when I, looking back now, those were seeds that had been planted in me 20 years ago, 20 plus years ago. I may have not understood them at the time, what, what those seeds meant when I became what I am now, 28 to 30 years old, you know. I didn't know that those seeds planted then were gonna sustain me when I turned 30 and I needed God. Yeah. When I needed him for my wife and for my kids, and that was the biggest part about me, you know, and my comeback was I want my children to have those experiences so one day if they get caught in a place where they're not in church or they're not where they should be they can't deny the things that happened when they were young right i'll never discredit a kid or or a young person and their experiences in the church because that's what saved me that's what got me back to the church undeniable experiences and like I said, that you know those seeds I didn't know. All all it needed was a little bit of water, and and it didn't take me long. Once I came back, that I you know I started feeling those same things I'd, I'd felt as a kid. And as a young person, you know you're living through some of the best years of your life. Not only as a child of God, but as a as a person. Period. As a human being, you're in the prime of your life as a as a teen your early teenager, fixing to go into adulthood. You know within the next few years. And a common thing we talked about the other night was above, above all of the ones that were on the comeback panel, we had all backslid around the age of 18. As soon as we could, we left. Why? Was it because we needed to find out, okay, is this real or is this... We, we knew it was real. We'd had the experiences. We, we had been in the services. We had felt right. God. We had felt yeah. His touch. We'd we witnessed things. We've seen healing. So there wasn't. It wasn't a matter of what it was real or not. What, you know, what happened? What changed to make us feel like we needed to leave? And I want to challenge y'all. When you get of that age, establish yourself now. You may be 13. You may be 12. Listening to this. You may be 18. Just about to start to college. You may be 30. I don't know who all is listening, but establish yourself now. Don't give up those years to Satan that are so important. You're, you can do great things for, for God, no matter your age. I gave up 10 years. Where, where could I be today if I wouldn't have left when yeah. I did? You know, That was the prime of my, my youth. I, I, I'd given up, and I, I took away from God, in a sense, and I gave to the world that I'll never be able to get back. You are strong. As a young person, yeah, you have you can do things other people cannot do. You can reach harvest fields that we, as adults, cannot reach. There, there's a harvest for every generation. You are key to revival for this church, for this body, for the kingdom, and what God's doing here in these these last days. So, so don't don't give in. Just keep pushing forward. Keep keep moving on. And when 
when you're a young when you're a young person, and I'll just kind of uh, expound on what he was talking about. I think that's how you say that word. Uh, <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> expound, uh, but you're given a blank canvas, and you tell God and you tell life what's going to be put on that canvas. So you can start painting when you're young or you can let the world start painting whenever you backslide. You can let God start painting uh, what your future is and you can let that happen or you can just splatter the world on it and say forget it all. You know, you've got the it's you've got a decision, you've got decisions to make as a young person. It is a it's a very vital time of a vital time of life because that's whenever you, your growth, whenever you find your calling, you pursue your calling, and you've also got the option to run away from it. You know, because God created us with a free will. He created you to want him. He had angels, yeah, and they worship him. Yeah. But they are designed and programmed to worship him. People are not designed and programmed with like this worshipful thing. Like you, you they don't they don't want to they don't want to worship. Your flesh does not want to worship. Your flesh does not want to do anything spiritual. But God created us to want to worship him because he wanted somebody to want him for right. what he is and not what he's told them and commanded them already to do. That's what our and that's our purpose. Our purpose is to worship and our purpose is to help others worship. You know, our purpose is to go into the world and reach as far as we can and grab as many people as we can before we get to heaven. You know. Um and that's really the, that's that's the you know, mandate as a Christian is to preach the gospel to the whole world, you know. Right. We uh and I've talked about this a little bit, but uh I sometimes I feel like we expound all our energy on reaching those that we've lost in our family, you know, the the ones that backslid from our family and from or maybe a friend we had in church and we 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 find ourselves only reaching for those we were not called to reach just backsliders. We were called to reach the lost, no matter what form they're in, where they're at, who they are. The backslider knows where to come. The backslider yeah. knows how to get back to God. Don't yeah. wait and, and miss opportunities to reach others that are hungry. They're, hey, the world is full of hungry, lost souls. Yeah, They don't know what they're missing. We know what, what they are missing. We've been blessed enough to be a part of this wonderful church. Reach those people. Find those people. And looking back, if I was a backslider, when I was a backslid, what would have got me back to church faster than anything is if I would have saw every church in my area on fire with revival. If I would have saw the, the parking lots packed to the roads and, and them setting up chairs on the outside and people from all over filling up these churches, mm -hmm. that is the fastest you would have seen me get back to a church because I know revival's coming whether I'm backslid or not I know in the end God will pour out his spirit upon all flesh that is biblical prophecy of what is to come when I would have seen that 
I would have known, okay, time, we ain't got much time. We need to get, right. I need to get back to where I was. If you want to reach a backslider faster than any, any way you can, reach for those that are hungry. Fill up these churches with, with people that are lost. With, yeah. with, because uh, the backslider knows. I knew, and I knew where to go. Just don't exert all your energy just to those people. The, the whole world needs this, needs this message. Right. I'll tell you, there's two messages that helped me as a young person and still helps me now. And anytime I think about giving up, I think of these two messages. The first one is Someone Hanging on You by Matt Tuttle. If you have never heard that message, get on YouTube and listen to that message. It will convict you to the core about why we, why we can't just give up. You can't give up. You can't leave. Another, another great one is Highway to Hell by Aaron Bounds. That one will stir your spirit. It will stir you. And it will make you more hungry to be a roadblock for somebody. Because in that message, he talks about being roadblocks on the highway to hell. You will cross paths with somebody that needs God. Every day. Every day. Unless you just sit in the house and do nothing. But you will cross paths with somebody that needs God. That somebody that that might be their last chance. It might be the waitress. It might be the waiter that you're you're uh, leaving a bad tip for. It might be that person. And you know what? They might they might be lost in eternity forever. And I'm not trying to be scary, but that's how serious it is. That's how serious God takes it because God gives you gives you opportunities every day. Daily per, there's a daily purpose. There's a purpose for you breathing today. You woke up with breath in your lungs. There's a purpose for today. You know. So just if you haven't listened to those messages, go listen to those messages. They're on YouTube. You can find them. Um, so, uh, Kyler, is there anything else that you would like to add uh, before we end the end the show? In the wait, end the show before we end the podcast, whatever it is. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, if if you're going through something and you need you know you need someone to talk to, you can you can come find me. Uh, I, I have a a burden for people who leave the church. Yeah. I, I know how easy it is to get to a place where you feel like your only option is to quit coming. Uh, don't let it get there. Come find, come find somebody. If I, I'm telling you now, I, I have experience in it. Come find me. I know what you're going through. If I don't, I'll pray about it. I'll try to find someone who does know what you're going through and we'll, we'll get you some answers. We'll get you some help. Uh, we love y'all. I love y'all. I'm praying for y'all. Uh, I'm excited to see what God's going to do for this youth group. I, I believe that y'all are going to see great revival. Your, your dedication, your faithfulness, is, it will be rewarded. And just, just keep it up because, like I said in the very first, I, I gain strength from you. When, when I see y'all worship, when I see y'all pray and you bond, uh, bind together, it, it gives me strength. So, so keep doing what you're doing. So, all right. Well, thank you, Kyler, for being in today. Um, you know, it, it really means a lot to have to have you in here and have you talk about you know the thing, talk about your failures and how you overcame them, because he's not a failure. He failed, but you've also failed. Everybody's failed. I've failed, and 
but the thing the thing about him is that he got back up you know you can fall seven times but the strong man gets up seven more times you know so if you fall just get up dust it off and keep moving forward but thank you guys for tuning in make sure that you guys uh remember that we are on apple Podcasts, we're on spotify and don't forget that we're posting every other monday morning at five o'clock so make sure that you stay tuned stay subscribed and keep sharing this uh, because there's somebody out there that needs to hear this keep listening wherever you listen to podcasts